What's up, everyone? It's your girl, Mrs. Renee here, and we are back with episode five. I swear I got my numbers right this time, y'all. I checked (laughs) of the I Definitely Do podcast, and I am here with my lovely co-host. Hello, hello, universe. This is Mr. B. How we doing? And we are coming at you with our usual format. Uh, Some topics that we found either via social media or whatever. This one isn't really something that I found in social media, but I've been watching The Bachelor recently. I've seen you watching that, yeah. Yeah, and it's not something that I typically do, but they had a black bachelorette on a little while ago that Mm -hmm. I watched. And so I decided whenever they would have a black bachelor, that season I would watch as well, just to respect Okay, so this is the first black bachelor. Yes, first one in 25 seasons. 25 years of the show, I think, it's been on. Mm -hmm. And the first black bachelor. I imagine it would be at least by now like a sprinkle like yeah, right? three or four yeah. like that'd be yeah. good but you know he's cool his name is matt i like him whatever i'm not here to talk about the show what i do want to talk about though mm. is do you think that that kind of format to finding a husband or a wife actually can work <laughs> can that reality tv show formula that they use on even shows like Paradise Hotels or Love Mm. Island or things like that. Mm -hmm. Can this format of we put you in this situation Mm. and you date as many people as you can in Mm. this period of time and find a wife, find a husband. Mm. The intensity of whatever you have in this nine weeks of production Mm -hmm. is going to be enough to sustain a long-term relationship. Um, I don't think any of that stuff can, I mean, like, even if you look at the psychology behind it, is anything of relevance when it comes to, like, being able to um, have a long-lasting relationship. Mm -hmm. Because if you think about it, it's all pretty fabricated, and there's a lot of things that producers are going to tell you to do, and there's a lot of alcohol that's involved in general. Do you even remember what's going on? And Mm -hmm. a lot of these people are uh, young or young-ish and they are there to party or there for other reasons, um, like followers and everything like Mm -hmm. that. They're not going into it really to find love. The the production aspect of it, of being on a reality TV show, is what the reward is. And so, not the love. I don't think any of that stuff. I mean, uh, how many of those bachelors have lasted like uh, a hand, I think. Like I know two out of the twenty-five or three, years, right? Two or three. So that shows that's actually pretty good if you yeah. think about it for this type of format. But for the most part, think about how many of these shows are out there and how many of them are actually, you know, quality love shows. Yeah, because there's always an element of trash, and I feel like it it taints everything because you right. know like in this season I don't want to spoil it for anyone who wants to watch I mean I can only do so much because it's a week by week thing mm-hmm. but there's this one girl on the show named Victoria who is such an obvious producer plant right in the show like she is purely there for the drama for people to hate her for her to be a villain mm-hmm. no <laughs> other reason because she's right. a moron right and I don't even think she really behaves this way I think She's being paid some money to right. do this job. Right. Or she's doing it on her own. Or for her fame, whatever. Right. But does the guy who signed up to do this know no. that? <laughs> I would imagine that. Or is he, Do when people sign up for this or get pulled into this, are they at any point 
do you think looking for that genuine relationship or is this all fake? Because mm. I know so many people who watch these shows and look at them as something of like, like hope almost or mm. like, yeah, you know, love like that really does exist if it can happen <laughs> for them in nine weeks. Yeah. And I'm going to be the exception and not the rule. But like, is there any level of genuine to it? Do you think? Uh, you know what? I think that side or like people who are looking for that real love is just as much of that small fraction of those who aren't watching it for trash. Yeah. I mean, I'm watching it for trash. <laughs> right. It's, trash. it's absolute <laughs> garbage. Like everyone else is watching it for trash. Mm-hmm. And so that, you know, like for, for some people, they may not even realize that she seems completely planted and completely fake, fake mm-hmm. in general. Yeah, I'm sure. Because you haven't watched any other bachelors. Yeah. How about the people who's watching it for like 10 years? They're yeah, just like, no, this is just, forever, this is just what it is, yeah. you know? And they, they, they don't even realize how, not how made it is mm-hmm. in many ways so yeah. yeah like i just in general I, when you think about it if that format was even put with regular people mm-hmm. but say without the cameras mm-hmm. say like this is a retreat like, oh, like a, you can sign up for it and right. go for 10 weeks on an island in hawaii right and that no people cameras, sign up no fame nothing like nothing that, and it is yeah. a bona fide camp and they they try it and i i wouldn't be surprised if there's someone who's interested and would put money into that kind of experiment because mm-hmm. when you take the cameras out you take the fame out you you, you bring the love back in like it's supposed to I would say this isn't going to be a lot better, like yeah. for ordinary people who are trying to find that with the right. Kind so you of think that the formula could work if you took the TV production part out of it? Oh, totally. So like, you could go one guy, yeah, twenty five women, like even bachelors, rotate, right? Yeah. They rotate, in or time. vice versa, one woman, twenty five men, or whatever their sexual preferences. Because right. we're using regular people, it doesn't matter. Right. I think it would work, and you know, like because. You know when you see them in the back and they're like, they're trying to egg them on, like talk about this, talk about this, talk mm-hmm. about that. It, it sets up, a, a, yeah, exactly. It sets up everything, and everything seems even planned. Like I watched one of those episodes you were watching, and that woman with the, the she came out with a dildo. Yes, she's actually I really like her. She's right, cool. no, she's cool, but, but like, to yeah, me, I'm just like, but it's gimmicky, it's, right? Yeah, you know, right. trying to get noticed. So a regular person mm-hmm. doing that type of format, and people who are like minded in some ways. I'm not saying they're not intelligent, but mm-hmm. bring some intelligence and some love into it. I think it's something that could possibly happen. It's like speed dating on on you know, like you know, really quick speed dating, like, mm-hmm. you know, but it's a it's something. Yeah. I think you can find someone that you can at least be cool with for a longer relationship than what it seems comes out. Interesting. I wonder. Shows. I would love to know, like, if someone ever did that, how that turns out. That would right. be interesting. What do you guys think out there? Let us know. Are you a fan of The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, all those kinds of shows? Mm-hmm. Do you believe that they're real? Are you here for the tea and the trash right. like me? Let us know in the comments. Would love to hear your thoughts because I constantly overthink this when I'm watching because mm-hmm. I'm like, come on, right, right. <laughs> this is crazy. When is when is the, the the season over for Bachelor? Is that coming up? I have no idea. No, I mean we just started, oh, okay. so I think they're on ep- like literally episode like three oh, or four. Oh yeah, a long haul. So it's right still here. pretty early. Right. Um, and I think the on. production was a little delayed because of all the COVID stuff oh, too. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's it's the whole thing. 
But yeah, so we're, we're in the beginning of it, so I'll, I'll keep you guys updated if there's anything interesting that goes on, but do let us know in the comments what you think about the whole concept of reality TV love. Not even just The Bachelor, all those types of shows. Do you believe in it? Do you watch it for the trash? Let us know your thoughts. Right. My next topic, and this is not necessarily about romantic relationships, but it can be, but it's something that I've been thinking about a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious because I know... From a female perspective, I think, for the most part, how this goes for us. But I was curious about it from a dude perspective, okay. if, if this is even a thing. Okay. What do you do when you feel like your best friend is getting close to someone else? This doesn't have to be romantically. Okay. It can be that they're getting close to a new friend. Yeah. Or getting close to, like, a new relationship or a partner. Yeah. What is that like for guys, if that mm-hmm. is a thing? And, like, that, that experience, that process, what do you do? Um, or what is, like, the guy code for that? What when is you the know that your bro, your yeah. best your best single guy for a while is making a new single guy friend or is yeah. getting into a relationship? Yeah. And, yeah, how does that go? Um, well, I would say, and it's just be of, of who I am, I would say I'm a little bit more of... A jealous type mm-hmm. than most guys. Okay. Or I would assume that that jealousy that some of the guys would feel is a lot more suppressed or not known by the guy yet or in ways mm-hmm. that they've been able to express that mm-hmm. I have. Yeah. And so I get, I would say like, not necessarily intensely butthurt or intensely like jealous mm-hmm. in, in general, but I'm just like, hmm. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I can't, I feel it. And I, I call myself out on something like that. And I wonder, I'm like, why do I bring attention to that? But then mm-hmm. again, you see how I'm trying like to control a certain emotion. I've always thought that people in general are weird about the emotion of jealousy. Yeah. Like we demonize it as something that you're absolutely never supposed to feel or else exactly. you're like the wackest, weakest, fakest ass bitch. Like mm-hmm. you can't ever be jealous when it's literally a natural human emotion it that totally everyone is, experiences. Totally There's a difference though between experiencing the emotion or taking that jealousy and then doing something hurtful. Right. That's not good. Yeah. But if you have a moment of jealousy, mm-hmm. it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> just overall. Just wanted to yeah. put that out. And I would like to say, <laughs> I mean, I would say that I'm one of those people who has been in both of those spectrums. Mm-hmm. I've gone too far and I've my jealousy has taken me to places where I'm like, Ugh, why did I do that? And mm-hmm. then other times I'm like, no, pfft, yeah. reel it in. And I but, think we've all had moments like that, if we're being honest well, totally. with ourselves, yeah. where you've done something as a reaction to jealousy that you later were like, damn it, I really... <sighs> Really, should I freaked out? Right, right. Should not have done that. Right. <laughs> I know I have, yeah. but we act like it's this thing that no one can ever be because you're just so above it all. Right? You're so zen, and I'm like, it's fine <laughs> to be jealous, just like it's fine to be angry or sad or happy or whatever other thing. Mm. Jealousy is okay as long as we're not doing things to hurt people as a result. Exactly. exactly. So you feel like, like anybody. There'd yeah. be some jealousy. Is there a way that you feel like guys cope with that? Do you ever address, like, hey, bro, yeah, I feel we, like you're getting close to someone else? <laughs> I mean, like, I think there's a little bit of a bro code where you don't necessarily mention it. Mm-hmm. And in many ways, you hold on to them. And, like, if they, if you ever feel, like, say, that other friend is, uh, that new friend, mm-hmm. that new bestie is... I mean, I don't think they're ever going to be encroaching on each other's territory. In many ways, I know seeing a new bestie from my bestie 
I'd be just like, huh, who's this? <laughs> mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, nah, he's cool. But I'm trying to, like, I have something which you already established. Mm-hmm. So we, like, we're, like, in many ways, my best friends are my brothers. I don't, I don't, I don't separate them from that. They're family yeah. already. Mm-hmm. So, like, this new person, my jealousy, of course, is obviously there. But at the same time, I know what we have. So, That's good. so you try we, to lean on your history, yeah, and the even, fact that like we know each other. I don't have. I mean, I'm a little jealous, but I don't have to worry that like right. just because you're getting close to someone else, you're moving away from me. So. Right, because I mean, we've had you know really good times, and you know that that was our our moment, and we're supposed to progress anyways. Mm-hmm. When they you get a relationship, obviously they're not going to be spending time with you anymore. They'll be spending time with them. I remember one time I'm like, I'm going to Giants games. I'm like, I'm out there hanging out and like, and all of a sudden it's like, nah, it's like, I'm gonna go with him. And I'm there. I'm like, that sounds completely cool. You know what I mean? Cause I get it, you know, yeah. and I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go chill. Like I'm gonna go still to the games and still have fun. But like, ah, yeah. Ah, you know, <laughs> um, it's healthy. It's, it's growth. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, there's there's a little bit of a code where you don't... Again, we're guys, so like we don't necessarily know how to really express that in some ways, and in many ways we'll suppress it, and mm-hmm. we're like, nah, it's cool. Um, and we're chill about it, and love the moments that we're there and, and with each other, and, and we're best friends when we're around each other and whenever we interact with each other, because we know that we already have that code. We're cool. Yeah. So... You know, that jealousy that one will feel should be squashed automatically. Ah, I like that. I do. It's similar in some ways to women, but I also think it depends on the age Mm. where you start to experience that, like, oh, my my best friend is pulling away from me, or my best friend is getting close to someone else. How do I respond? How do I respond? So age is a huge factor. Mm -hmm. But I think it also depends, too, on what it is. There's a difference between my best friend is getting into a relationship and my best friend is making another best friend and it's outside of this thing that she and I have. Mm -hmm. And so with that, I feel like it it results, unfortunately, in a lot more falling outs and a lot more, oh, we don't really talk to each other anymore or we're Mm -hmm. not really cool like that anymore or, oh, they just kind of disappear from your life slowly but surely and it sucks. Yeah. And I don't see that happening a lot with guys. So that's why I wanted to know, because I feel like we spend a lot of time suppressing the emotion of jealousy mm-hmm. and trying to like fake force something that isn't there. You don't really feel it. You don't really talk about it. And so it results in the end of a lot of friendships, yeah. I would say. And, you know, I've been, like I said, I have a lot of time in my hands, or I did before I went back to work because, you know, maternity leave is over. Oh. So I've been watching a lot of TV shows where these themes are like running through them. And I'm mm-hmm. like, huh, interesting. That is how women deal with it. I wonder what guys are like. Let us know in the comments what you guys think. Is there a right way to cope with having a bestie move into another close relationship, romantic or not? Let us know in the comments. And for my last one, this one I found kind of weird. It is a tweet Mm -hmm. from someone named African Doll. Don't know who she is, but random tweet. African Doll. If the D was that good, it would make you better, all caps, not crazy, all caps. If it makes you crazy, it probably has three or four other women attached to it. (laughs) You're impulsive and emotional because you're taking on multiple unknown energies. 
Wow. And then the the comment underneath it is, this is why you don't just let anyone fuck. Agree? Disagree? Thoughts? Is she on to something here? You're um, laughing. I'm so. laughing because I actually had a conversation with my friends about something about that, about mm-hmm. whether or not the transfer of sex energy stays with you. After, like you know, like, kind of like you know, you're like I can still feel her on me, man. Like you know, like I like I can still feel it. I can like almost like duplicate it, like like it was that good type mm-hmm. of thing. Like it felt like it lingered. Yeah. So that goes with the excitement mm-hmm. of like, oh, that was good. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it was it was something that's just kind of we laughed about, but it was it, it makes you think. So and, do you do you think there's something to that? Like, and and so um, I'm kind of in. I don't know. How, I, it, the, <laughs> man, <laughs> right? It was kind of a crazy topic because I do believe to some degree. Yeah, <clears throat> it stays with you in some way. Like mm-hmm. I mean, like especially if there's an STD involved or whatever, <laughs> it stays with you. Or, I mean, we're but, talking like emotionally, though. Yeah, but but at the same time. You know, like it, it really depends on, on how long that person holds on to that energy because I do yeah. believe there is a transfer of energy. And so, do you believe that it's so? I, the thing that I find interesting is that she's saying that you're absorbing the in, in energies of every other girl that this man is sleeping with. Yeah. So, when he comes to you, there's three or four other women attached to that dick already. So, when you're emotional, you're irrational, you're acting crazy. It's because you got three, four other bitches living in your head now. Yeah. Their energy <laughs> is now in you. And I'm like, huh. huh. <laughs> I, huh. <laughs> I'm a little stumped on right. that one. Because I, on the one hand, I do believe in energy. Right. I do believe, even though I hate when people say it, you can sense vibes. Right. No, you can. But you can. <laughs> you could. I believe people have auras. Right. Whether you can see the colors for real or not is debatable. <laughs> But can we can we blame bitches acting crazy <laughs> over good D on like the spirits of other bitches? I just, <laughs> I just don't know. That's what you when you say? start smashing car windows. Like, ooh, girl, I was haunted by like three, four other hoes. Right? I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, sorry, what? you can't blame me. <laughs> And I know she's not trying to be that simplistic about it, but really, like, is that the reason or is the reason that you're getting this great sex and knowing that the man, I mean, in this case, the man, but also could be woman attached to it isn't exclusively for you. Uh Or if you're supposed to be together and you have knowledge that they're cheating, isn't that the thing that's making you act crazy and emotional and irrational? Because... Someone is hurting you in some way. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like the argument could be made for what she said. <laughs> as- <laughs> Transfer of energy. That's why when I heard that, I was like, no, nah, I've talked about this. And then is it only good D? Or is all D created equal? So am I only getting that energy when it's good D? Or is mediocre D mediocre still going to make me doesn't crazy have that much energy going on in mediocre D because there's nothing riding on it. So the energy transfer is not going to be as great or as noticeable. Yeah, so I guess if you're not 
like reveling in it right. and there's no energy to be felt right. so that makes sense okay so it right. is only good d only good only good d, d. Yeah. yeah let us know you guys i'm curious to see what you guys think about this one because i mean if so ladies and gents y'all got a lot of good excuses for fucking shit up out there blame these other bitches attached to that good d right and let us know how it goes for you. We right. don't have bail money. We're not sponsored yet. So no, no. Don't don't call us. <laughs> but let us know how it works out for you. All right, Mister B, over to you for the last topic of All the right. episode. Ah, right. I wanted to again bring up, uh, you know, some advice that oh, people like have the past given. relationship advice. Yeah, stuff. past yes. relationship advice bring that it. people are giving to others, and these are the ones that particularly stick. And so. Um, some of these I agree with and some of them I don't, but um, I figured that you'd like to know some of them. All right. Hit me. All right. Baby. Um, this is a good one. I mean, uh, it says here, fix your own oxygen mask first, meaning you can't help anyone else until you own your, or you have your own oxygen mask on firmly fitted. That whole idea of being on an airplane and, you know, like you fix your mask before helping anybody else. That shows what, when you are working on yourself and you take care of yourself first, then you're able to fix some other issues from other people. If it's flipped, then mm-hmm. you're, it's dangerous. That's, I mean, I, I don't know if I agree with that just because I don't ever agree with the statement of like, you can't love someone else until you love yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's true. I don't think that you need to have completely worked on and fixed yourself before you can be close to and share love with someone else. I do believe mm. it's possible for you two to do those things together. Right. And for you both to give each other the motivation and the purpose to do those things. Yeah, you're doing the work yourself, mm-hmm. but you're doing it in tandem and because of this person that you have. Mm. So I get like that's like the 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 average mentality and a lot of people you know millennials are very good at working on themselves and Mm. focusing on themselves right now and i don't Mm. think there's anything wrong Mm. with that some people really need to get their shit together before they try to bring their baggage to someone else's doorstep right but yeah it is possible for two damaged not having their shit together ass people Mm to make a very healthy and happy relationship work if they're willing to grow and change and just do it together and push each yeah. other for that excellence, whatever that looks like for them. That's and how I feel. So that would mean dealing with the baggage and yeah. handling the baggage. You can't just ignore the baggage. Y'all can't just sit up and be together. toxic together. No. Right. But if you, you both have, to talk have your toxic shit and you really want to fix it because you know that that person is the person you want to be with mm-hmm. and you're willing to go go that far, Great. It's possible. It works. I've seen it. It's awesome. Yeah. I would say it's a little more exception-y than the actual rule, mm-hmm. but not as much as other things. Mm-hmm. Like, we're talking 70-30 okay. on it working out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I, I, I totally agree. Yeah. I think, um, you know, it, it can definitely work the other way, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, if you want... A, it's almost like the best scenario for a healthy and long-lasting one is... Is that mm-hmm. I think if people are 
yeah, you have your baggage and you want to take care of yourself, but in some ways that could be very selfish if you're trying to get into a relationship. In many ways, you shouldn't be in a relationship mm-hmm. if you're trying to fix yourself automatically. Yeah. Um, and in many ways... Which is what a lot of people believe, and that's right. what they go with. Yeah. And at the same time, if you're fixing everybody's problems and not neglecting yourself, that's also not a very good relationship uh, mm-hmm. to have with yourself. So that's not a good scenario. But to be able to be in a relationship... Like you said, where people are willing to work together on both each other's baggage in some way. Like, your baggage is my baggage. We came together as one. Let's go fix this so we can, you know, make this better for mm-hmm. both of us. That's that's the best scenario. That's the kind of relationship that should be the ideal. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I agree with you. This one's all right. <laughs> <laughs> um Oh, here's another one. <laughs> um, and I, I, I know your answer for this one. But, uh, this person said, uh, sometimes it's really good to step away from a heated conversation or disagreement and, you know, sleep on it. No. 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 <laughs> no. I mean, well. So this is whether or not you go to bed angry or you go to you I'm, I'm, give I hate time. I hate the whole don't go to bed angry thing y'all I've said it a billion times I just if you're mad and you need that space and that time to cool off and and it has to be overnight and sleep like does it suck to wake up the next day and be shitty with your partner yeah but if you were mad like don't don't force that shit. Like, you're making someone confront an issue that is really heated, and maybe it's just, you just need that that separate space. Like, I get why people advise don't go to bed angry, but I I don't like it because I think it takes away someone's autonomy and their need to press the pause button for themselves and whatever their needs are. Like, you ha- like I know compromise and consideration but you're really over considering the other person if they're pushing the issue to talk and you're not ready to do that mm-hmm. I, uh, it's hard your thoughts you know it's one of those things i look at it and i would prefer to just get it over with in general but at the same time this seems like a good option mm-hmm. because or it, this option shouldn't be you know, uh, left out. Yeah. Because sometimes you do need to sleep on it. And mm-hmm. sometimes that separation, uh, that you would take wherever it goes, it could be you sleep on a couch tonight or, mm-hmm. you know, like a hotel room or whatever, cause you're, you're done for a couple of days. You know, there needs to be a, an option where that, if that's a scenario. I would also throw in the caveat too, that it, Definitely depends on what the argument is about. Right. Because I do think there are some things you shouldn't go to bed angry about, especially stupid little arguments and fights. Mm -hmm. But if it's something major, if it's a major decision that you need to make and you're on very opposite sides of that, if it's, Mm -hmm. you know, confronting something to do with infidelity, like, Mm -hmm. and it's a huge deal and you need some space, it's, I think it's okay then when it's big little arguments don't go to bed hating each other over you forgot to clean the bathroom and i asked you two three times don't don't go to bed mad about that that's dumb life is too short right but big stuff if you need some time to sit on it if it's life-changing shit Mm -hmm. i think it's okay to take a pause yeah i do agreed 
Um, and I got one more. Hit me. Okay. With your best shot. <laughs> Fire away. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> just name that tune. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here we go. Just because someone doesn't love you the way you want to be loved, doesn't mean they don't love you. Hmm. Just because someone doesn't love you the way you want to be loved doesn't mean that they don't love you. I agree with that. Agree. Yeah, why? Totally agree. Um because I think I mean isn't that the whole deal with like unrequited love? Mm-hmm. Like someone could be totally into me and love everything about me and show me in their way and if it's not the way that I'm interested in or the way that I want, what would you like me to do? It's not going to change the fact that you're in love with me, mm-hmm. but I, I can't reciprocate because you're not doing what I need. You're not speaking my love language. Mm-hmm. Do I, I, on the opposite of that, I do think that love language to a certain extent can be learned. Mm-hmm. Like if you know, like from a, a psychological perspective, for example, that words of affirmation are my love language and you learn that and you want to start finding ways to incorporate that into the way you display love for me. Great. That's only going to enhance what's already there. But I do think there's that fundamental spark in the way that someone shows you how they feel about you. And if it's not clicking, then yeah, you can love me and I don't necessarily need to love you back. If you're not loving me the way that I need. Now, if we're talking about like a couple that already exists and suddenly I decide that you're not loving me the way that I need to be loved, Mm -hmm. I would argue that it still doesn't mean that you don't love me. It means, though, that we have some sort of issue that we're going to need to work through because at one point you were. Yeah. And now you're not. Yeah. And we need to address why you're not. Yeah. And that, I mean, I'm just using that as an example, but that's like any couple in a relationship who might go through something like that. That's yeah. a separate thing. Yeah. But yeah, I think I agree with that statement. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. That, um, yeah. I, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all of us have our own different kinds of ways of loving each other. And, um, you know, it's just like the whole thing. Like if, if you're like a little, you know, gay boy and you want them to love you, but mm-hmm. you're just not right. You yeah. know what I mean? Cause there's just not there. That doesn't mean they, they don't love you. Yeah. And, um, and sometimes I see this as one of those things of whether or not this person is willing to try to love you in the way that is, can be molded. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people aren't, yes. you know, while some people can and Mm -hmm. if you know if given a shot they probably can you know uh do well but still ultimately you know who has the power Mm -hmm. you know but the person who is being loved uh and making the decision of whether or not it's enough yeah and if someone's willing to put the effort in and like i love this person and this is what they're saying they need Mm -hmm. and i'm going to do my best to be what they need great as long as you're not doing one of the things we talked about either last episode or the episode before where you're changing yourself Mm -hmm. to be whatever your partner wants you to be because then they're not really in love with you either they're in love with the version that you're creating exactly it's different then so you know, watch out for that. I, I do think there's a difference between learning, like I said, someone's love language or loving them in a way that you used to, but you're not anymore mm-hmm. is great. Becoming like 
a whole other person to try to make this person want you back. No, don't do that. Uh, not okay. Yeah. Not cute. Not fun for anyone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, let us know in the comments what you guys think about yeah. those pieces of relationship advice, whether you agree or disagree, either with the advice itself or whatever we had to say. And if that is everything, Mr. B, then I guess we're all set. Yes. Again, February 16th. Temptation oh, Island. We yeah. are super excited. Yeah. And then for our last little announcement before we let you guys go, you can find us now on Spotify, Spotify. and on Apple Podcasts. And eventually Podcasts. we're hoping for Google and Amazon. So stay tuned for announcements yeah. about those when that happens. And then Buzzsprout as yeah. well. If you want to go directly to Buzzsprout, that's like our podcast hosting platform. Uh-huh. You can listen to the episodes there too. And yeah, we're super excited, yeah, guys. We, we're start. expanding. Exactly. And it's awesome. <laughs> but you know, until next time, love you all, and we'll see you in the next one. All right. Carry on, wifies and gents. Peace out.